Welcome to the Psychic Show podcast with me, Gareth Lewis. This week I have with me a wonderful medium and psychic artist, Sharon Bear. When Sharon works, she doesn't just give communication from your loved ones, but she draws them as well. Now I'm sure you will agree, that's a talent. So to tell us more about her work and her drawings, here's Sharon Bear. So welcome Sharon and thank you for joining us today on the Psychic Chat Show. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you so much for inviting me to talk about this wonderful subject of spirit art, which I'm, you know, I really love. So lovely to share it with you all. Right, I'm looking forward to delving into my, it really does intrigue me when someone has not only got a talent for working as a medium, but also incorporates being able to draw them as well. And we'll go into that. And I know that uh, Sharon uh, doesn't just do psychic uh, art, she does uh, many other things as part of her mediumship and her, her spiritual uh, work as well. But today we're just going to concentrate mainly on uh, mediumship and psychic art. And I'm sure, well, if Sharon allows us, we'll get her back on to talk about other subjects as well. Uh, but that's, a, that's another episode. <laughs> so just for now, uh, uh, Sharon, just want, I want to ask you, first of all, before we start talking about you as a medium and, and you as uh the work that you do have you always been able to draw have you always been able to draw not just draw because there's a difference between drawing a landscape and drawing a ball, a ball of fruit have you always been able to portrait drawing well to be honest the bowl and fruit and the landscapes have never been my forte it's always been faces ever since i can remember really um as a small child i always used to have either a pencil or in those days it was wax crowns today we've got tablets haven't we that children can actually draw on but I had the fortunate experience of using the the wax crowns and I was always drawing I just loved it and um, you didn't even it didn't even have to be a person that was in the room with me I would just um, I suppose as a child you use your imagination don't you so that was my drawing board really that the picture would appear in my mind and I can remember drawing people that were famous at the time like the singer Anita Harris and and things like that it was it was let's give you my my age away there <laughs> um but I, I just I just love to draw I was happiest when I was drawing drawing or singing to be honest uh-huh. yeah Anyway, let's just stick to the drawing today and uh, maybe we'll get you back to do a couple of songs at another time. Uh, but uh, so, yeah, so did anybody, as you was growing older and you was getting older and probably going into secondary school, maybe, did anybody kind of like help you uh, with the shadow, which, sorry, excuse me, with the shading and the shadowing and that kind of, or was you just naturally able to just put pen to paper, pencil to paper and just do it? Oh, it was just a natural thing. It just came very naturally to me. And really, as I was growing up, I didn't have any any kind of mentor either with my art or even with my uh, spiritual work. It was it was just something that's always with me. And as I was growing up, I used to have uh, premonitions and all sorts of different things that happened. But at that time, it was normal to me and I didn't think to speak about it because I thought everybody had the same experience. So it was, I was into my quite late teens before it became apparent to me that what I was doing wasn't something that everybody else could do. So yeah, it was, and that actually came as quite a bit of a, an eye opener to me because I suddenly thought, oh my goodness, I really thought that everyone else could do it. I think everyone else can do it actually it's just that it depends on the pathway that you're meant to follow I mean I can't I can't draw anything uh so you know I'll, I'll respect to you uh, for being able to do it uh but um just going there you just kind of touched on uh, and before as well you used to sit there say as a young girl 
are used to just draw pictures in your mind or people in your mind and they didn't necessarily have to be real do you no. think looking back that may have been spirit or was it just an imagination what looking back now in hindsight what would you say that possibly could have been well, looking back in hindsight, I think it was kind of my practice period. Um, that was kind of my, I always say that I went to Psychic Open University because as a child and growing up as a young woman, um, through doing various things in my life, I wasn't able to go to a development circle or I didn't have uh, any particular mentor around me at that time that I could even talk to about the experiences that I had. So I believe it's not just that I was um, guided by spirit with with these wonderful pictures, but I do believe that spirit used the tools that we all have as God-given God -given gifts, which are our imagination. That's how we draw, that's how we create. We're all creators and we see that within our mind's eye. Even if you're thinking about a new outfit and you're thinking in your mind, oh, that hat will go with this coat and that handbag will go with those shoes. You know, you're, you're naturally, making a drawing you know a vision within your own mind anyway so i believe that spirit were just using that natural uh, gift of imagination in order to use it as a kind of screen if you like if you can visualize perhaps it was it was almost like looking at a television screen and i was simply copying what i saw that's how i would put it in very simple terms really that's uh, that uh, it's, it's actually amazing I so said we'll go deeper into your, your artwork and uh, I've had the pleasure of actually working uh, with you and seeing your, uh, seeing your art. Uh, we'll go into that shortly, but let's just go backwards a little bit. I mean, you've touched on it a little, uh, a little bit, but what would you say your earliest memory of the spirit world was? Uh, of either seeing, feeling, hearing, or just knowing? I know you said, you, you know, you didn't really have much of a, a growing up um with mentorship kind of, uh, with your mediumship. But going back to when you were younger, what, what's your earliest uh, memory there? Well, I think the veriest early memories for another episode, because that'd probably blow your mind a little bit. So I won't talk about that at the moment. Uh -huh. um, but what I will talk about is really having such things like um, dreams and premonitions that came true. One of my, um, I suppose earliest, I've got other earlier ones, but the earliest one was when I was about three years old and I had a dream and this was regarding a premonition really. Um, and I had a dream, it was Christmas time and I saw this wonderful, huge present and it was leaning against a wall and I opened it up. This is all in my dream. I've opened it up and it's all this wonderful, beautiful tea set. And as a three-year-old, you can imagine I was really excited. So come Christmas, when it wasn't there, I was actually very disappointed. And I can remember going into my auntie's house, who she lived next door to me, she's my godmother. And lo and behold, there was this very large present leaning up against the wall. And she said, oh, Sharon, you can open that's a present for you. And as I opened it, it was the wonderful tea set that I'd seen in my mind. So those kind of things were very um, regular to me those things they happened a lot of a lot of the time as I was growing up um, I also uh, would just simply know things um, I, I, for example as growing up I would know when people were going to pass to the world of spirit um, I would know uh, when somebody was going to visit uh, I would know um, 
just to who was at the, on, on the phone before I picked it up. And in those days, you've got to remember, we don't have what I call psychic phones now, where you can see caller ID. Um, you know, it was the old, as they call it now, rotary phones, and you picked it up and hello, and it was a nice surprise when you answered the phone. So there was lots of times that I would do that. Um, yeah, yeah. Kind of, I, yeah. I, I love that little analogy, so she's a nice surprise when you answer the phone. And I kind yeah. of, you know, I, I remember that. You know, I remember yeah. like you, oh, phone's ringing, who is it? Instead of yeah. phone ringing, oh, it's same, can't be bothered, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, yeah. So really, at an early stage, rather than necessarily uh, spirit coming around you more and more, you had a lot of the psychic intuition. Um, a lot of that, yeah, most uh, definitely. Just knowing that's going to happen. How did that impact? You know, one thing, uh, uh, as people listening to this will uh, gather, as the story goes on from me uh, having these chats with people, I'm kind of finding a similar line. I, I want to know what you think and what your experience is. Were you uh, not necessarily a lonely child, but mm. were you someone who kind of like was at the side rather than at the forefront? Um, mm. Or was you your own, was you feeling better playing by yourself? Right? How was that? Because a lot of these people I've spoken to, they are, me, me included, you know, I found my own company uh, better. I, yeah. fit, I fitted in with me, I didn't fit in with them. What was it like? Yeah. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I think there is very much, if you talk to other mediums, other psychics, other people on the same in the same aligned work as we are doing, um, you would often find that people are either brought up in a very lonely existence. I myself, I'm the eldest of four children, and we've all got quite age gaps between us. Um, my next sister is nearly five years younger than me, so I was on my own basically for five years. Then my brother came along and then my youngest sister, she won't, she won't forgive me for telling you, but she'll be 50 this year. So, you know, there's 12 and a half years between me and my youngest sister. So, you know, there was most definitely a time of I felt that I had to amuse myself and enjoy my own company. And actually, that really didn't bother me because in my own little world, if you like, um, I wasn't actually on my own because I had what people would term today as imaginary children that I played with but with hindsight as you look back on people's history and you read other people's you know accounts of their childhood and and again their loneliness if you like or isolation you will find that they too will have had some kind of imaginary if you like friend and I really do believe that these were spirit children that I played with and um, I used to have some great fun with them. Um, there was about, uh, at least four of them that I can remember. And um, we used to go on magic carpet rides and I can remember I'd get on this carpet. Remember, this is all sort of in my head rather than it being a physical thing. I'd get on the carpet with them and we'd fly off and we'd go over wonderful seas. And I always remember it made a really big impact on me that there was these houses in a beautiful sea and they were all on stilts. And it was wonderful. They were just rising out of the water. And we used to go on those kind of, you know, I'd look over the edge and I'd think, oh, I don't want to you don't want to fall in. So I, I would have a lot of those kind of wonderful magical trips. And, and, I, and I think it was not just me getting to know my lovely team, which I believe are, are still with me. They're part of my team and they 
kind of grew up with me, if you like. Um, but I, I just think that they were also there as my as company and also to introduce me to the world of spirit, to not be frightened of it, to not be worried if I saw something that perhaps we might term as out of the ordinary. Um, but that wasn't the only thing that happened. I used to go on astral trips when I was a child, I, you know, astral travel. I can remember seeing what I would say today, like fairy lights in my in my bedroom. Um, and of course, these were like spirit orbs, really. And they would be all sorts of different colours. So I think that what spirit was actually doing was introducing me gently into the world of spirit and saying there's nothing to fear you know we're all friends here we're going to help you we'll support you we'll guide you and and that really is, has been how my life has has gone I feel that I've been I've led a spirit-led life to be honest and I think we all have that opportunity but some people are more in tune with that frequency than others and 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 it's not to say that if people don't have those kind of experiences that I've had and many other mediums have had such as those it doesn't mean to say that they can't step into that frequency at a later date it may just be that they need some kind of a trigger in order to open up that wonderful portal that doorway does I hope that makes sense yeah so what then because I know you turned around and said uh, because of your family circumstances it was difficult for you to get out to say uh, development circles and that kind of thing so what what how did you become uh, to be a medium what what was the transition uh, period what you know what, from being kind of like this is what I know to this is what I want to do how did you make that transition you know what there was never that question uh, that that kind of decision of this is what i want to do it was just a, a it was a, a natural progression rather than a, a a conscious decision i'm going to be a medium um and what happened was as i explained i've had lots of different experiences these we're just touching the tip of the iceberg really um but what happened was uh, I'd had all of these different experiences and lots of, again, I want to say synchronicities and intuition uh, also took a, a, took a great part in my life too. Um, but it wasn't until I was actually 18, I got married very young, uh, married at 18, we moved to uh, Banbury in Oxfordshire and there I met a lovely lady who lived next door to me. And she invited me in for a, a, a cup of coffee. She was obviously a lot older than me. And she was a bit like a mum. I would say like a surrogate mum to me. She was lovely. And um, I don't know how we even got around to it, but we started to talk about, um, all I can say is spooky stuff. Um, and she looked at me and she was listening and, and she turned around and she said to me, Sharon, do you know that you're a medium? And, and I said, what do you mean I don't know what a medium is and she explained and she said well my sister is a medium she said and she's actually coming to visit the following weekend would you like to meet her and I said I'd love to love to meet her so anyway I met I met her sister Sylvie and um, we had a little conversation and she said to me Sharon I'd like you to hold my watch and I thought I don't know what she wants me to hold the watch for but I said okay she explained that um I just want you to go with the thoughts and feelings that you get when you're holding this watch and just tell me what it is you're seeing and feeling and all the rest of it. And I mean, we're talking about 
about 40 years ago now, or actually it's longer than that. So I can't recall the whole conversation, but I do know that she said, Sharon, you're a medium. And she said, and you could go forward and develop this if you should want to. And um, it, it just, it wasn't even her saying that, that opened, it, it just like opened the door. All of a sudden it was like, I felt uplifted and I felt, connected I suppose so it's almost like I needed to meet those two ladies in order to get to my next stage and I have to say Gareth that every time that I've needed to um, go to the next stage of my development there's always been some wonderful synchronicity that has showed me the next mentor and and that's why I say I'm, I've led a spirit-led life it's it's almost like they've got a little plan for me and they've put me in the right place at the right time to meet the right person in order to progress it. You know, it's, it's, it's amazing. That's interesting because we have actually discussed that on a previous uh, uh, episode as well, where uh, there's no such thing necessary as coincidence. Everything, no. synchronicity of, you know, that has to happen to ha let that happen. Uh, but, you know, you, you start off as a medium, and I, I am going to go into the, uh, but I just wanted to, I want you to share a story because we've we've chatted before and uh, I remember you telling me a story about uh, how people uh, not accept you as a medium, but, you know, um, take you as a medium. And I know in the earlier days when your children were younger, was there an incident at school with uh, where you had to or you felt you had to keep your maiden name uh, for your work? And because uh, I know uh, you, you, you're Sharon May, but that's not your uh real name if we were that's your work name so why it's a feel... middle, uh, middle name oh it's sorry my middle middle name. Um, oh forgive yeah. me okay uh <laughs> so it's your middle name so why did you feel you had to do that what happened that you couldn't use your true married um, name well i think at the time and we're talking about um i mean i got married late 77 uh, and, and uh then i had my children in the early 80s and at that time, there was an awful lot of stuff in the papers. I don't know if you've ever been aware of it. There's a lot of stuff about the, um, there was a lot of stuff about witchcraft and stuff. And I think it was up in Cheshire or something. I can't, I can't actually remember, but there was a lot of stuff going on. And then there was a lot of pointing the fingers and, and all the rest of it. And I thought, do you know what? I don't want to subject my children to having fingers pointed at them or anything like that. And I thought, I can't stop what I'm doing because I, this is my pathway. So in order to protect them, I didn't, um, I, I didn't announce to the world that that was who I was. It was like I was mum to those children and in, in, another, in another sort of pathway, I was Sharon May. Does, does that make sense to you? So, um, and what I found was, um, it was really quite funny because although I'm trying to protect them, somehow or another, I, I, I got a friend at, at the school, another mum, and she actually, we'd been talking and she knew what I did. And I was at a play group there at the school and there was about 20 mums. And all of a sudden, I don't know how the conversation started. Um, they, some of the mothers must have been talking about so-called spooky stuff. And my friend, Jan, she said, oh, Sharon can do that. And of course, I thought, oh dear, what's she just done? And I ended up, the playgroup went extremely quiet and they said, oh, well, you can't say that if you can't really do it. I said, well, I can really do it. And you know how it is. It's like, we'll prove it then. 
And I thought, oh gosh. So every single one of those people got a little snippet. And after that, it was like, I walked into the playground and everyone just looked at me. <laughs> but after that, they started to come to me for readings. <laughs> so I thought I was having to protect my children and it would seem that the, you know, the people actually around me were very interested in what I wanted to have readings with me. So it was really quite funny. Isn't it strange that we sometimes, even today, now many years, many years later, we still have that element of we, we, we can't be truly open, you know, yeah. to offend people or to upset someone. Um, a different story that's a different one let's go on to the art because I'm, I'm interested in this and you know you, you've talked about you've been able to draw um portraits and, and draw people for, for many yeah. years how did you realize uh when you was doing your mediumship that the drawing that you was doing was now the gentleman you was explaining to your sitter so uh, how did you know that you was drawing that particular spirit person do you know what? I think that almost came around accidentally, really, rather than it being a, I'm going to get my pencils out and start to draw. Um, I think I was just at the time just doing a reading for somebody and I happened to have the equipment with me. I say happen, you know, it's that synchronistic moment again and wanted to draw. And uh, I showed it to the person who I was doing the reading for. And they said, that's my, I can't remember who it was now, might have been father or grandfather. And, and it kind of just went from there, really. But I have to say, Gareth, I, I, although I do do the spirit art, it's not always been my primary um, uh, way of linking with spirit. And I think the reason was, was because for a long time, having the children, and, you know, because I, I explained to you, I've got four children and at the time, they were four under four. So I really did have my, my hands full. And for many, many years, I, I just didn't have the time to do any form of drawing or any form of art or anything like that. So it actually was um, like a little, it was dominant, uh, not dominant, what's the word? Dormant, dormant, that's the word I want to use. So it was dormant for a long, long time. So it's only been in the past, I say, I suppose it's been in the past, 11, 12 years, I've started to just every so often, if the sitter wants a, 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 a portrait done, then I will do it, you know, but it's funny, it's almost like spirit have been nudging me for the past year, Sharon, get your artwork out, get your pencils out, etc, etc. But I've always found something else to do. And there's always a bit of housework to do, isn't there? <laughs> Especially during lockdown, we're always keeping ourselves busy with that. But I have to say, it's it. I I sometimes what happens is if they really really want me to do it, they will wake me up in the middle of the night, and I have to go and find some paper and pens or pastels or whatever, and 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 just start to draw. There are times when I'm just going off to sleep, and uh, I'll just see loads of marching faces walking past, and I'm just, you know they're smiling at me, and it's almost like they're waving hi you know I'm here can I be next and I did explain that to somebody once and they they said oh no well that that's pretty normal most people get that and I think it's called hypnagogic you'll have to look it up I'm afraid but apparently a lot of people get faces just as they're sort of um going to sleep I said yeah but do they all turn to you and wave and smile <laughs> 
it's like I've got a whole load of spirit people waiting for me to draw them. So, uh, you know, this is really a, a push in the direction that I feel that spirit want me to, to pursue now. I've done other things. You know, I've done uh, church services. I've done a lot of teaching. Um, I've done some theatre work, etc. I've worked abroad. Um, but it's always been... In, in doing the mental, what I call the mental side of mediumship, as you know, what we do when we stand up and we are giving off our messages, that's of, of course called the mental mediumship. And I know that at one point I was saying, oh, if only I could just press print and print it off and show you. And, and I've called, and I'm saying this, and I'm saying this, I thought, oh my goodness, Sharon, what you're, you're, what you're being told is draw. Spirit are giving you a big hint here, just draw. <laughs> so that's what I've started to do again. Started to draw. No, I know. I know it's uh, it's not your main kind of thing, you know. And you you love all kinds of different aspects of mediumship and other yeah, things. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but to be able to draw that, the spirit world they turned around and said, "Look, we've got a medium here who can communicate mm -hmm. with us, but we've also got a medium here. Uh, yeah, where we've got." A God-given gift, another God-given gift of being able to draw some talk about it too. When you actually do it, I know you was talking there about mental mediumship and like you explained there to people watching and listening. Mental mediumship is where we 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 receive everything subjectively, it's all within the mind, and you know, every feel and the senses that we use. So brings me on to so when you're drawing someone uh, for one of your sitters and you're communicating, you're giving the evidence. Uh, of who you've got and then you're drawing that person do you see them uh, either objectively or subjectively or is it just a feeling that's what you've got to do you've got to draw a hat on you've got to draw the nose being a little bit bigger how do you actually yeah. go from what you feel see to be able to what you draw uh on, on, yeah. on well, that's, that's a really, really interesting question, Gareth, because there are so many ways of receiving that information, as you know. And um, with regard to the spirit art, um, I think it really depends on not only the, uh, the personality of the, the communicator who is coming through, it also depends which spirit artist decides that they want to work with me, because unlike um, the lovely Coral Polge, who had, uh, was it Morris de la Tour, I believe, she found he was her main artist. I believe I've got more than one artist, and, and one seems to favour using pencils, one seems to use uh, favour using pastels. Um, I haven't tried any of the other sort of artist material yet. But what I have found is that um, sometimes I will see the person in my mind's eye, uh, almost in my head, like we, we were talking about the imagination. So if you if you think I've just switched on uh, the TV screen in my mind and I can see this person and I'm literally just copying that, that picture from my mind. Sometimes it will feel as if the essence of that person is perhaps sitting slightly behind the sitter, the client in front of me. And I will be able to sort of see that picture there. Another time I will get a plain piece of paper and I will soon see none of that, nothing in my, in, my, in my head, nothing either physically or even as a, a, an image, absolutely nothing, okay? But I will be guided to either use the pencil or guided to pick up a particular shade of colour pastel and just allow my hand to be used. 
and I have no idea what's going to happen. I can't see a face, anything. Um, but then there'll be another time where I'll get this plain sheet of paper and it's almost as if a grey, I have to say it's grey, it's like a grey face seems to emerge. So I almost feel like I'm, I'm doing painting by numbers because I, I'm, then, I'm then seeing that image develop and copying that image as it develops. I hope that makes sense to you. And, and I have to say, I was very, um, very impressed yesterday. Spirit was nudge, nudge, nudging, saying, Sharon, you've got to find some pictures for, for Gareth so, so you can show them to him. And, and I couldn't find anything anywhere. Um, and I thought, I know I've got them. And I was hunting, I thought, this is no good. And Spirit said, pick up your art materials. So I dragged all my art materials down from upstairs and I sat and I said, okay, well, this is just an experiment. Just, you know, let's do, let's do a picture. And um, I, I actually was impressed to, to draw a picture. I've got it here for you and I'll show you in a moment. And, and again, that was literally, okay, I'm, I'm not getting involved. I'm stepping aside. You just use me. So they chose the colour paper that they wanted me to, to use, which was actually like a pale yellow, I suppose. And, and then I, I picked up some pastels and was just literally just rubbing it all over the page. No drawing, just rubbing it all over the page and using my, my fingers to blend it all in. And then as I'm starting to, to do that, I started to see the shapes of the, the, the face and the hairline. And, and I just allowed myself really to be to be guided. I think I said to you once before, it's almost like a light trance, really, because I'm aware of what's going on, but I'm not really participating at the same time. It's literally I'm being used as, as an instrument. Um, and it was wonderful. It took about, I, I don't think it took quite an hour to actually do, because I hadn't put any time on it or anything. And I thought, you know what, I'm. I'm going to put this on Facebook and you know I said earlier about I used to love to sing well the, it was actually a lady that was coming through and she kept making me sing You're My World by Cilla Black and I thought well oh, goodness me I hope my neighbours can't hear me or anyone else uh, but it, she felt so it, the thing was she was raising the vibration you know and it was very uplifting and it was lovely and I got some other stuff to go with it and I thought you know what I'm going to put this on Facebook so I put it on Facebook and I said you know this lady she said um she loves Scylla Black and there were very other various other things and what have you and do you know what within about 20 minutes she'd been claimed and I had uh, and I asked the lady could she please put a confirmation photograph up you know for comparison and that and lo and behold, she was she was claimed and the information, we did a little bit of a private message between us and it was wonderful. Do you know, I cried. I actually cried because the emotion, it was it was wonderful to know that this lady had taken the time, you know, the spirit lady had taken the time to come through to be used as an experiment. And then she was able to get her message across. So in the wonderful world of Facebook, I know there's a lot of people would say maybe not, but, you know, it got there. Her message got to her lovely daughter. How wonderful is that? That is absolutely amazing. Do you know, it kind of brings me to, I remember. Oh, oh, there she is. Oh, that's amazing. I want to send that to her as well. 
Yes, I am. I'm sending I've it been to shown for everybody that I've just been showing a picture. If you want to see the picture, head over to our YouTube channel, um, the Psychic Chat Show, and you can see it on the art. We'll give the details later on about um, how to get in touch with uh, uh, with um, Sharon. Sharon. <laughs> I was just thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking that's a wonderful picture as you get all the Sharon's and see that. And you know, just very quickly going on before, I don't want to go into too much, but you mentioned before about um, uh, synchronicity. And I remember yes. we've spoken before, you've turned around and gone, you know, I don't use Facebook a bit, but I know I need to put some more art out there. I know I need to not necessarily push myself and, you know, and everything's for a reason. So maybe talking to me today has yeah. made you that yesterday, which has yeah. made you that, not confidence, you don't need confidence, but that kind of like push to yeah. make a little bit more. And you know, like yeah. you said, everything's for a reason, it all moves. And you know, it, it's amazing to be able to do that. So, uh, as I said, when we went before uh, together, we've been together. And um, when I saw, because we was at a conference doing it, mm -hmm. and, uh, when I saw who I was to be working with for that particular session, I thought, fantastic, I'm going to work with psychic artists, because I love mm -hmm. working uh, with psychic, art psychic artists. And um, I thought to myself, you know, this is going to be brilliant. And I was a little bit, and this is not, I was a little bit upset when we weren't working actually together. So mm -hmm. where I would be the medium, you would be mm -hmm. the artist, I would give who you was drawing, and then you would mm -hmm. get up afterwards and give, anyway, that didn't happen. Um, yeah. And I thought, oh, that's a shame that, because I enjoy doing that. And not yeah. only that, it kind of like, it shows the audience as well a little bit more well, He's got no knowing of who Sharon is drawing. And it's a little bit more of a validation, you know. It's yeah. not gimmick or anything, but it's just a bit more um, for people Oops. to realise how, how, how we work. So my question to you is, is um, do you work, do you not necessarily do you prefer working with someone else doing that? Because I know you like to give off your own information of what you're receiving while you're drawing, which is brilliant. Uh, or do you enjoy that aspect as well? And have you worked with people where they've been the medium, primarily mm -hmm. the medium, and you've been the artist? Have you worked like that? And how do you feel, how do you find that if you have? Yeah, I, I, I would be very happy to work either, either way, um, because I think that what you're getting is that you've got, you're getting like two for the price of one, aren't you, really? And not only that, as, as the artist, I'm receiving one side of the information and you as the, the separate medium are receiving yet another. So putting the two together, you get a well-rounded uh, message from, um, from the, sorry, from the uh, spirit person. Because it might be, well, you know, let's pick up on Gareth and Gareth might enjoy things like chess or or, or football or this, that and the other. And, and the spirit person, you know, is really into that. So you're able to give that, you know, wonderful information about that. And yet it might also be that person was actually um, a closet cook, you know, and like to make uh, fancy uh, cakes for their grandchildren and things like that. But because you don't have that I'm, I'm sorry, I'm assuming you don't have that in your <laughs> your knowledge bank, if oh, you you're like. Right, you're right, you're a good psychic, <laughs> you're a good psychic, you're right though. But if you don't have that in your knowledge bank, then it's going to be a little bit more uh, difficult, perhaps, for you to explain 
the pictures of, you know, perhaps some icing equipment, for example. And yet for me, I'd be able to say, oh, I've got one of those at home and this, that and the other. And I know this person enjoy using it. So I, I totally, you know, I, I'd be I would be happy to work con, uh, con, in con, concurrence with that person, the other medium, or even just to do the picture and see what that other person, uh, you know, the other medium does. Because it, it's, you know, at the end of the day, it's not about ego, is it? It's about getting that message out there. And whomever that right person might be, I'm, I'm ready, willing and able to be that, that person. Yeah, when I work with, uh, with artists before, and I've been the I've been the medium, obviously, uh, and they've been the artist. Um, and I've always got this thing of I should be communicating with the person they're drawing. Mm-hmm. Now I've seen mediums do it, and they've been talking about someone else. Say they've been talking about the mum, but the artist has been drawing the dad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I've seen it as well, where the medium's talking one thing and the artist is drawing something completely different. Do you mm. think the medium and the artist should work again? Use that word is in sync uh, with each other, and I should, I should be, I should be talking about, if not talking about, say, mum who you're drawing, and I'm, ta- I should be talking about dad, you know, mm. and maybe you come up and say, well, this must be his wife. And yeah, or from his wife, and you're picking up from, but at least we've got a connection together. Exactly. Do you think yeah. should mediums as an artist should work in some kind of sync together? I think it's more beneficial to most definitely, um, because otherwise the, the message that comes across can be confusing, can't it, for the person that is actually receiving? Um, because I know I've seen it myself where. The, the, the person who's being given the information has has been a little bit confused oh I think you might have my dad here or I don't know you might be talking about my granddad you know so it might be that the two mediums have actually got two separate people from the spirit world but both connecting to that that recipient so in order for it to be a cohesive message it's really better that the two people that are working together i.e perhaps you and you and I that we actually are more in sync with each other I think it just helps a little really you know it's not to say that it doesn't it doesn't work otherwise but I think it works better if you are in sync with each other I don't know if you would agree with that Gareth yeah, yeah I do and uh, also I think if I'm I, I can't speak for the people but I think that's what the audience expects as well. You know, yeah. the audience expects that as well. And, and like I say, it doesn't always have to be that person, but it's got to be someone like a husband and a wife. You've got the wife yeah. and the husband. Uh, yeah, yeah. You can prove and you can match the message together. Absolutely. Uh, I think, you know, and hopefully one day we'll get to work together again. And uh, if we do, then we turn around to whoever's organising it and say, well, we're not working like that. We're going to do it in sync. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. also the best way. <laughs> so I'm asking everybody as well, um, uh, Sharon. Uh, you know what? What's your? And I know uh, you turned around and say, "Yeah, yesterday you had an amazing kind of like um, mm. inspiration to do something." What's your best uh, experience? And then I'm going to have to ask you what do you feel is not necessarily your worst, but one you'd rather not think about. But I'm going to bring it up to there. <laughs> are you talking specifically about the spirit art yeah then? within your mediumship within your spirit work and it can be any aspect of you know uh, okay. not to be necessarily the art it can be as a, working as a medium in a whole 
Well, I, I think, as you say, it, when when you when you you're linked into that spirit person, and you you're getting all that lovely information, and you perhaps have got a grandfather for this this person in front of you, um, but the picture that is being drawn is of a younger person, and because of that being a younger person, they don't want to accept it, and then you feel a bit deflate, deflated because you haven't got this image of granddad as an older person, but he's actually wanted to come through as a younger person. And because that other person in front of you doesn't recognise him until they get home and flick through all the old albums and then they ring you up or email you and say, Sharon, you were spot on. But I think the thing is, that's the worst moment because as a medium, you want to be able to give the recipient not only what they want, but what they need. But it's not just them that you're working for. You're working for the spirit world. So you're wanting to do your very best for that, that person in the spirit world as well. But when their wants and needs don't seem to coincide, that I think is probably the worst bit because you feel because we are the nature of the work that we do we're very sensitive and I and I'm just an overly sensitive person anyway so because I want to do my best and it doesn't appear to be my the best to that client then I feel upset about it and that has happened on a few occasions but I've been very fortunate that most of them come back to me and will say Sharon I found the photograph and they will send a picture of that person and you'll say oh yeah that's granddad but it's when he was like 19 in the war or something. It's like any kind of uh, reading really as well, isn't it? It's yeah. like sometimes people yeah. just come and they just want what they want and they're not willing to work with you, you know? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So when yeah. you do something like that, Sharon, would you then turn around and say, I've got your grandmother's spirit and, and I know he's this, I know he's that. No, that's right. But what you're drawing, yeah. you then turn around and say, but I'm now drawing him younger. Do you tell them? I do. I do. So why can't yes. they go away and do the wrong work? Do you know? What I mean? Well, most people don't <laughs> because I they expect. It's all about you, but sometimes, and I say it to my sisters, as long as you can go into the reading, understanding a good eighty percent or so of what I've yeah. said, the other 20 percent or whatever it may be that you can't understand, I always try my best to let it be a small percent percentage. Yeah, because that's your best validation. When you go away and you ask mum, when you go away and you ask your friends, when you go away and validate it yourself, you know, yeah. uh, because there's so many things what we don't know. There'd be many things what you don't know about your granddad, you know, but Absolutely. if you didn't ask, I don't know, an auntie or a relative or whatever, then that'll yeah. get validated. But sometimes, you know, people just want it all to be magically, you know, in front of you then. then. So would you say something like yesterday uh, was mm. best? Uh, kind of like you know what I'm 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 going to say that because it's the most recent mm -hmm. and 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 because it was unexpected in so much as I never planned on actually doing this picture I just said to spirit okay let's just have an experiment you know just just use me and they did they used me as an instrument and the thing was I was very relaxed and I didn't have to think about it. I didn't even have to look at the picture in my mind or see one, someone sitting there. It was just, let's see what happens. And, and, and the lady, the, the energy of the lady that came through, she was just so joyous and so happy to be there. And, and I thought, do you know what? I am going to put this on Facebook. And it's not something I actually do very, very often. 
Um, and I thought, I, I, I just felt the nudge, the urge, the, the kind of, uh, I had to do it. I, it's almost like I didn't have a choice. I had to do this. And, and to get a response as quickly as I did was, I was absolutely over the moon. And, you know, I thought, wow, isn't it wonderful how, how spirit take the opportunity to say, okay, she's put out the call, let's use her and let's make it worth her while. You know, let's make it worth the while of her daughter as well. You know, and she's going to get this, you know, a spirit art, a spirit art sent to her, which actually is going to be very meaningful for her because of all the information she passed back to me. Obviously, it's confidential, so I won't say. But you know, it it, it was a very meaningful connection. Let's just put it that way. So it all in all, it was a it was a, you know, it was a good feeling. For everybody all round really and acknowledge then and Sharon I'm sure you'll agree you know if you do uh 10 readings uh in a day or 10 messages in a demonstration if you just reach out to one person and you mm. may feel better about themselves or you yeah. kind of comfort just to one put then the rest of it is fantastic but you've done your job yeah. if nothing else you know absolutely and not only that you turn around and say it's something I never do but I know in previous conversation with you, you know, you've talked about doing it. So that little mm -hmm. nudge, you know, you need to start doing and putting more in. Yeah. So, you know, uh, I know you do, do you do private readings and things like that? Do you do? Uh, yeah. Uh, yes, I do. It's just that um, obviously during the pandemic, it's been very difficult to actually do that. And also my personal circumstances, I've had to be in a support bubble with my daughter and her children. So, I think this is another reason, to be perfectly honest, Gareth, why Spirit have decided that this is a perfect outlet, is a kind of win-win all round, because we're not having to be in the same room. You know, Spirit, as you know, can be anywhere. They could be the other side of the world, and you can still make that connection. You know, it's a spiritual telephone line, and so long as you put that intention out there to connect with that person, that's, that, you know, you just don't have to be in the same room, and it's wonderful. You know, what I did yesterday clearly demonstrates that, um, that, you know, that lady didn't even put out the request. She didn't even contact me for a sitting, and yet the spirit world obviously know that she needed that connection and I needed that connection to be able to to practice uh, my spiritual art so they put the two of us together and found the the right medium if you like as in Facebook in order to get it out there I think it's amazing I'm constantly amazed at how the spirit world work so if people want to um see your art because I know you're going to upload a few more pictures uh, because mm. you're told to do so and uh, they want to contact you, obviously, when the world gets a little bit better. But for now, uh, you know, yeah. there is that media of, um, of the internet. Uh, so if there people want to contact you and, and maybe look at either booking you for a reading or yeah. uh, booking you for a demonstration, where can they find yeah. How can they get hold of you? Yeah, well, I do have my own website, which unfortunately needs a bit of upgrading, but you can still contact me. Uh, on my email which is sharon at sharonmay.co.uk um, of, of course there's Facebook as well you can find me as Sharon May on there um, I've also got a page again I think what spirit want me to do is to start 
uh, doing my spirit art, which I shall do on there, which is uh, you find me by looking up Sharon May, spiritual me, spiritualist medium. Um, so it's a little bit out of date, but I think things are going to change, Gareth. I think spirit had that way, don't they, of, of nudging you and saying, we put you here for the work. We're not going to let you get away with it. You know, you think you can't do this. This is something else that we want you to do. And I think the, the wonderful thing about this is I know that when I have done readings in the past and I've done, you know, like used to be on cassettes and now it's CDs and now it's whatever it else it is, you know, with a, with a spirit portrait, you've got that. And you can put, if you want to, you can frame it and you can put it on the wall. And that is a constant reminder of that lovely link that someone has had with that person. And it's also telling you they're never very far away, are they? Never very far away indeed. And that's one of the, uh, the things I actually love about the psychic art, psychic art, especially when it's done as well as what you draw. <clears throat> uh, you know, you've got that reminder of that yeah. half an hour, that 10 minutes that you spent getting the communication and then that picture is a little bit of a of an extra. It's a bonus, isn't yeah, it? Just to go away with it and constantly keep looking at and referring to. Uh, so uh, you've been told off now, okay, by me and by spirit. You need to start doing more <laughs> online uh, rather than just, uh, you know, thinking, okay, I will do one day, you know. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure you're going to update those pages. But for now, you yeah. know, if you want to have a reading, you want to contact Sharon for anything, I'm sure, you know, she'll answer your question or uh, try and boot you in at some point uh, for a reading or something like that, uh, because she's going to start doing more work, aren't you, Sharon? I've been told. Yes, thank you. Uh, yes, get hold of Sharon uh, by contacting. I'll put the details up and uh, you'll be able to find all details on how to contact her. But for now, can I say, Sharon, it's been absolutely amazing talking to you. And, oh, uh, and seeing a bit, a bit of your artwork today, which again, Lovely. you can see if they head over to my YouTube channel, yeah. you can see that picture you've just shown us uh, on the podcast yeah. today. So Sharon, thank you very much. And I hope you've enjoyed it as much as I have. I, I really have. And thank you very much, Gareth, for the invitation and for Spirit also for introducing us and making this happen. Yeah, it's been yeah, and, uh, like I say, we will get you back, Sharon, uh, to talk about other aspects of your work because I know that this was only a little bit. So, hopefully, in the future, yeah. uh, we'll have something uh, put together where you can come back and share those experiences again. I and really look forward. It's been great. So, uh, with that, I'd like to say once again, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. And thank you again to our guest this week. And for you for listening in. Don't forget next week we'll have another guest talking all things psychic. But for now, you can click the follow button below. Like our Facebook page and also subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Psychic Chat Show, to keep up to date on all our podcasts. Till next week, keep safe and look after each other. The views and opinions expressed in this episode of the Psychic Chat Show are those of the guests and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of Gareth Lewis and the Psychic Chat Show podcast. Any content provided by our guests are of their opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organisation, company, individual or anyone or anything.